Namaste. Welcome to the third episode of the Kendra Maya podcast. My name is Kendra Maya and I am training as a yogi and yoga siddha with the ancient Himalayan yoga school, the Trilok Akhara that is 17,000 years old and founded by Shankarnath. In this episode, we are going to answer two questions. What is the purpose of my life and how do I find it? So, as we have talked about in the previous episode, there is such a thing in the story that the Devas used a weapon that they used to against the other kind of beings, the Asuras. And this weapon that they used is called the Brahmastra. I talked about the weapon itself, that is this belief that a set of rules and what is right and wrong exists outside of oneself. This is a construct that was the weapon that was used to enslave uh, one kind of beings by another. And this weapon is called the Brahmastra, which is the ultimate weapon. And the reason it is the ultimate weapon is because it hinders these set of beings, the Asuras from whom we are descend well according to the story from whom we are descended, incapable of creating because they are unable to compute what is right or wrong for themselves. So they're forever stuck in a limbo of uncertainty and and lack of guidance, lack of internal guidance, because they don't have access to their conscience anymore. They don't listen to their inner voice, their internal system of morality. In fact, they believe that there is a set of rules outside of oneself that decides what is right and what is wrong. And a lot of religions actually have this set of rules as well. So, now this lack of rules or the lack of a belief that the rules are outside of oneself is essential to creating something which is connected to one's purpose. Because creativity is the essence of a human's existence. Whatever they create will last beyond their lifetime, depending on what they create, of course. And when they have an internal guidance system, they are able to navigate the ups and downs of life and not be stuck in a limbo of uncertainty and make the right decisions to be on and about and intensely going forward on this path of creativity 
which is connected to their purpose. And this brings me to a story which I would love to share with you all, my dear listeners. This story is the story, is one of the most ancient stories from ancient Indian texts of the Brahma Anda. In you can also find the story in Western or um, Western supported media um, such as uh, um, this one egg theory with this name, but in Sanskrit it is called the Brahmanda or the Brahma plus Anda. Brahma here is the creation itself and Anda is egg. So, the story goes like this and this one I am taking it from this one egg theory story that was also broadcast on YouTube by the channel Kuz Gizakt. Here I am not getting paid to advertise them by the way, I am just, I just really like the way they portrayed it and I love to share it with um, others who would like to see a visual explanation of this story. So, this one man, he is just driving along a highway in his car and at one point he crashes into opposing traffic and there is a huge trailer which basically crashes into him. He doesn't crash into it. The trailer kind of dislodges because it's humongous and probably not bolted properly and it hits his car and then his car gets skids off the road and falls into a ditch and the man dies an instant death. Let's call this man Paul. So Paul is no more and his body is no more because it's crushed by this trailer truck. But his soul, um, which is not technically a soul, but it's because we discussed already there is no such thing as a soul, but his energy, his energetic signature, let's call it for now, transcends the living plane and goes into the plane of the dead. And here he wakes up and realizes that, okay, I'm somewhere else than I have ever been before and I don't know where I am. And then a being emerges out of nothingness and this being is, in, a, in simple terms, God. And God is there and asking him and just, just there. And the man asks God, am I dead? And God says, yes. And the man says, oh. Uh, so what happens to... So God says, yes, you are dead and you died in the car crash. And the man says, okay, so what happens to my family and my children and my wife? And God says, this is good stuff. You think about the people that you care the most, even after you're dead. And they are going to be fine because they are 
Okay, let me emulate a god's voice. <laughs> this is fun. So they are dead, Paul, because. So yeah, sorry, got out of character. So the god says, "Don't worry about it, Paul. Your children will be taken care of, and your wife is probably going to marry again. Because to be honest, your marriage wasn't really going that well." And Paul says, "Oh, right." Okay, so what next? And God says, "Well, you know, there is something that's going to happen. Now we will just. There's nothing special that's going to happen now. We'll just go on a walk, and then take it from there." And Paul says, "Yeah. Okay." and then god says as they walk so why do you think you are here walking with me and what do you think this place is this plain and paul says well i have no idea is there meaning to being alive and what will happen next and will i be reborn again and god says yes paul you're right you've got the last part right you will be reborn and this time it's going to be in a chinese into a chinese rice farmer in the four, in 400 BC and Paul says wow that's uh, that's quite that's quite incredible how can i be reborn into the past and the, and god says well there is no time in this dimension in this plane there is no time it's it's a construct for human beings to grow and so don't worry about that you can easily go back into the past and be reborn there it's it's fine and paul says okay so how, how does that work exactly do people all coexist at the same time then can i be reborn into another life and since there is no such thing as time maybe another version of me is meeting my current version in the same timeline because i have just been reborn into the same timeline because there is no such thing as time so the the concept of timeline itself doesn't exist and god says yeah exactly you are right that's that's what is happening and that happens all the time and paul is like whoa so then i could be meeting myself in the subway or at the grocery store or in the cinemas or in a war i just i'm just fighting against myself and god says yes paul 
you are now getting the drift and Paul is just well blown away by this information yeah so that's uh, that's the part of the story that I really like the most and that's how the story ends as well yeah so this story what is its significance in yoga or yoga all of us on this planet are or every single human being is part of this universe that is actually an egg and every single human being is like a cell like a single cell and all of these cells put together form the organism that is the embryo inside this egg that is the universe and the thing about cells is that so just let me first let you guys enjoy this really interesting fact that we are all cells and we all come together to form one single organism and this universe is built for us to grow and evolve and be a higher dimensional being which most of us don't really know what it means but yoga knows what that means and what yoga teaches with its meditation practice are the tools to be in the state of higher dimension which is nothing but it starts with your emotions it starts with setting down to yourself what is your minimum emotion so for me my minimum emotion is happiness this is my setting i don't experience i mean i have meditated and practiced and so yeah it's possible the point is that it's possible to exist in a higher state of emotions which is nothing but a higher state of being and the endless the possibilities are endless there is no limit to how how much of a how evolved one can be and each individual that is a cell together evolves so evolution is not possible with only one human being evolution happens across species that's why i'm here on this podcast sharing all this information because i know that it's not possible to be enlightened alone now the thing about cells is that they can be replaced so it's great of course that we are cells and we're all together and in this and we're all growing and the universe is like a kindergarten for us or like a womb but as you know in a human body cells are replaced if they are not useful they get replaced and this is exactly the same with a human being if they are not being useful or fulfilling their purpose they are recycled and therefore reborn into another body and this is where purpose becomes really really crucial now to answer the second question how does one find one's purpose this i can talk about at great length however for it to have any useful effect it needs to be done in practice this finding of one's purpose 
and the practice starts with understanding that one has to evolve to be better fitted and adapted to one's environment. And this process of being better adapted to your environment, to understand that your environment is you, there is no separation, involves you letting go of your traumas and your past and healing from your traumas because those past memories are not serving you anymore. And in fact, they're even causing you physical pain because physical pain and diseases are nothing but a manifestation of spiritual and emotional pain from the past or anxiety and stress about the future. And so to be healed would be to be able to be in the present and completely adapted and in synchronicity with one's current environment. This involves letting go and reformulating and kind of going through a mini death and then integrating and reforming oneself to be suitable for one's purpose. This is the journey of yoga because yoga in Sanskrit is not yoga, it's yoga. It comes from yogya. Yogya means to be of value and to be of use, to be useful. And so, yogya, yogyata, which is usefulness, is taught by the meditation and the tools and the practice of yoga. And of course, if any of you among the listeners want to start on the journey of healing from your traumas, from your past, and fitting into your environment better and thus discovering your purpose, you're welcome to contact me on himalayanholistichealing at gmail.com. We have a great place and flexible system that is adapted to each individual. Uh, individuals needs and we care to each individual's needs um, yeah through the practice and time that we give in guidance individualized guidance and providing you the next steps and even supporting you once you find your purpose in starting your own creative venture so we go all the way, all in. So you can reach out to us if you're interested. All right. So that is how one finds one purpose. So in yoga, there are three stages of evolution. The first one is Pashu, which is the animal stage where one is living completely in survival mode, just uh, being in a lot of fear. For example, animals live in constant fear of either being eaten or uh, lack of resources. So the cheetah is wor worried that when am I going to get food next and the deer is worried that I'm going to get eaten 
and this constant fear is also a state that a lot of human beings start to be in if they do not know that there is something beyond this and there is something beyond their current limitations and this second stage is called veera and veera means courage or the abilities and characteristics of a warrior and this warriorhood the reason courage is the emotion that is emphasized is because courage is crucial to make mistakes so you take action and you make mistakes you um are constantly hungry for what is your purpose and in that constant hunger you abandon the set of rules that anything outside of yourself has built for you and you follow your own conscience and whatever you understand but you try new things you do it in your own way and you make a lot of mistakes but that takes a lot of courage and that's the second stage beyond the second stage into the third stage is the is divya divya from sanskrit into english means divine divya and divine it's easy to remember and divinity of course is reached after a lot of work on oneself internally to transform and understand one's perspective towards oneself the environment and one's purpose and this purposeful living is the third stage which is the state of the divine where of course you are existing in very high emotions at all times yeah so this is the last piece of information in today's episode I am grateful to my listeners and also for those who have sent me the questions. It's been super nice talking to you all about this topic which is really close to my heart because I've been searching for my purpose for as long as I can remember. And it's great to be able to share what I know on this because I hope it will help you find your way. maybe a little bit maybe a little bit better than it was yesterday all right thank you so much for listening and i will catch you all in the next episode please send in your questions through the comments on the youtube channel and alternatively by email to himalayanholistichealing@gmail.com without any spaces or dots thank you so much